Okay, so the holidays. I uh, wonder sometimes to myself why we run ourselves completely tired during the holidays. I see people, just their schedules, um, how many parties, whether they're work parties or family parties, or it's like I don't talk to people all year round, and then all of a sudden we're trying to jam in hanging out, you know, the 15th of December (laughs) or whatever, and uh, it's kind of like, okay, well, we, you know, we could hang out in August, um, but for some reason we're trying to hang out with all these random people, you know, two weeks before Christmas and have, you know, every party under the sun and whatever. And so, and then people are tired by the time Christmas comes and you fight and you, you know, there's, there's no wonder there's so much tension around the holidays for people with family and whatever, because everyone's kind of tired. Or when you travel home and, uh, you know, for us, we used to travel back uh, to Toronto at Christmas and then you realize all you do is kind of just jump around to meetings with people and kind of see this and this and this and this and you're just tired and you don't really get to spend any quality time with people and so we kind of stopped doing it and thought better to visit home in May than at Christmas sometimes so uh, I think if I was to get theological and spiritual about why we do this to ourselves during Christmas and the holidays it's because I think it's a pointer to um, an elusive uh, feeling, what C.S. Lewis would call joy. Uh, you know, he talks about in his autobiography, Surprised by Joy, he goes back to his childhood and says the first inclination he had of God was him and his brother were playing with like this little box of something and they'd put soil and, and grass and plants in it and whatever and he looked down at it and there was like this, it was like this gardeny feel and it just gave him this massive sense of joy. And what he felt, what he went on to describe as nostalgia, like he'd experienced this place before or this feeling and he, and he can call it nothing but pure joy. And it made him seek out where it came from. And I think that's what this season does for a lot of people. That's what these, you know, glimpses of joy give us. And it's, it's almost like the elusive, what, what Keller calls in his, uh, talks about this in the, the prodigal God, um, the kind of elusive sense of home that we're all looking for home. We're all looking for joy. This, this thing that we've experienced somewhere, you know, Lewis says it's a song that we've never heard, but we kind of, we know the words a bit and we, it's, it's a, it's a place we've never been, but it's the most home we feel. And it's, we get glimpses of it in this life and they're fleeting. And then we go after and we seek that out by creating these moments of relationship and connection and, and, uh, fireplaces and meals and moments of, and we try to manufacture them um, over and over and over again in life. And none of this is a bad thing. It's just all a pointer to we, there's this sense of joy in, in home that in this life is always going to be elusive. It's always going to be fleeting. We're going to have moments of it and they're beautiful and they're, they're clear and they're, they're 
you know, filled with pleasure and delight and relationship and, and fellowship and these kind of things that then we, we try to build out the moments um, in different times of the year, certainly during the holidays where we bring people back together and kind of do this. And uh, it's just all a sense and a pointer to the reality of the gospel that what what that what that sense is, is is in a sense nostalgia of a place we've been before we've it's in our blood it's almost like our great 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 grandparents Adam and Eve felt this joy explicit delight in God and one another and in the garden and in the world there was no brokenness there was no pain uh, there was no human death and then there's it's gone and the rest of humankind is out there seeking and including us and so we're grasping after it and Christmas the cold Christmas message is Jesus comes and actually brings home down again uh, and and he comes and he lives this perfect life and and dies on the cross and resurrects from the dead so that we can get back home again he pilgrimages all the way the ultimate pilgrimage from heaven to earth the book of hebrews talks about uh to bring us to bring us home and it's all going to be fleeting in this world and so every time that we're grasping after this and getting tired trying to create this let it just be a reminder to us that it's really all a grasping the book of ecclesiastes would say after eternity after the wind um, and it will never really be able to hold it in this life but there will come a time there will come a day in the new creation or when we pass away and go and be with God that home will be we'll get, we'll get it again we'll be, we'll be there that, that pure sense of fellowship and delight and joy with people and with God will, will just be unfettered crystal clear fully immersive uh, and until then, these moments that we create are pointers to heaven and pointers to our our desire for that kind of delight. And so uh, if you're, you know, maybe listening to this and you're not a Christian, maybe you're exploring spirituality or Christianity or whatever, let even that holiday desire well up in you and kind of point you to where it's supposed to, which is to be found home in Christ like that's that's what God's trying to break through almost like the magi when they follow the star and of course they it's not really a Christmas story because they get there probably two years after Jesus is born <clears throat> the real Christmas story is you know Luke but uh the magi following the star they're they're pagans they're they don't know Jesus and yet he uses that desire to study the stars and figure out prophecy and all that kind of stuff to draw them to himself. And so in some sense, all of us, as we pine for those moments, as we pine for family, uh, as we try, as we seek to create those moments for our kids and those around us, let it draw us to the real meaning of all that stuff. The, the, the veil gets pulled back and it's like, hey, I'm... I'm God. I actually want fellowship with you. I want to know you. Uh, I want you to know me. And so be drawn as a pointer to say, this is what I've done for you in Jesus. Now, you know, come and partake, believe in him and, 
and that's where you start to find that joy in this world. And it won't be full because, of course, Christians, you know, spin their wheels and get tired trying to recreate these moments too. But it will be a start to something that will be finished, you know, either when Jesus comes back or when God, you know, calls, calls you home. And so know that 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 rest and that delight is is only found in him and you'll and you'll drive yourself mad in this life uh like a puzzle piece that just doesn't fit trying to figure it out aside from him and so uh you know if you're listening to this before christmas and merry christmas to you and let it let that whole idea the fact that we even say that to one another point you uh toward the the true home and the one who brought it.